0: Hey guys. Welcome to the You Make the Scene podcast. My name is Josh. This is episode number 54. This week on the episode, I've got a conversation with Alex of the band Young Culture. Uh, We had a great conversation talking about kind of the formation of the band, going through the DIY stage and the struggles that come with, you know, getting across the country when you're not signed and things like that. Um, kind of what it means to to build up your band like that. Uh, we also talked about getting signed to Equal Vision Records and how cool that is. Um, and we also talked quite a bit about the new EP that just dropped on October the 16th. And that EP is called Young Culture. Um, so the EP is really cool. Alex and I talk about it as well but you know it definitely has some different sounds across the album and it really helps to showcase kind of what they're capable of Um, and it's just got a really fresh vibe Uh, it's a lot of positive music about not so positive things Um, Alex makes mention of or we talk about, I guess, a little bit about kind of how the album comes from the highs and lows of mental health and, you know, working your way through your 20s and part of young culture. So it's a really interesting and and fun conversation that we had. I hope you guys enjoy it. Let's dive in to that conversation with Alex of Young Culture. So um, to kick things off, let's let's start with the, the boring standard uh, opening question, and that's simply, what's your name, what do you do in the band, and a little background on yourself.
1: Yeah, um, my name's Alex. Um, I sing in Young Culture. Um, started the band back in 2016 with my best friends, and I'm here now. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Uh, talk a little bit about that. So you guys have been friends, you were
0: friends in high school and whatnot. Life kind of got in the way, and then you came back. What was that journey kind of like for you guys?
1: Yeah, so, uh, you know, like, kind of growing up, I I really, like, in my grade and in my school, like, where I grew up in Albany, New York, like, I I felt like, at least it seemed like I was the only kid who was into, like, the type of music that I was into, only kid who, like, you know, played music, really, and, like, you know, had that kind of aspiration in my my grade and whatnot. And I met um, Gabe, who plays guitar in our band at an early age and he didn't play music and i and we instantly became best friends so uh taught him a little bit how to play guitar and from there he's been in every single thing that i had done and uh started the band and um we met troy a few years later in middle school um but we were at a, a band camp actually it's funny because you know like that you know it was one time a band camp <laughs> so so we meet him and you know years go by we don't talk I- to <laughs> with us. yeah and uh and so now we're here and um and the three of us are young culture and, uh, and yeah, it's just our, it's our life. <laughs> yeah. Awesome.
0: And you know, like I, I was a band kid myself, so it's mm-hmm. funny because like the joke from American pie, you know, the one time of band camp thing, but like, for people that haven't experienced what band camp is, like it is some of the most intense, like you're, you're learning so much. You're, you're around these other people that share a passion and like there's such a community in band uh marching band high school band things like that um band camps uh, honestly to me it's an incredible experience you know when you can be around so many like-minded people
1: yeah and we were like you know i mean like we were all going for like guitar and like that's what it was it was like a band like a band band camp you know like and so, like, there was only, like, a few kids in, the, like, this guitar thing, and me and Gabe were both, like, very amateur going in, and, you know, like, I was just trying to start singing, so I was doing some choir, like, stuff at the band camp, and, like, we meet Troy, and he was, like, a couple years older than us, and he was, like, cool, like, he was, like, a bad boy, like, he was, like, I was drinking, and smoking weed and stuff, and, like, right. <laughs> and, and we're, like, and he, like, fucking shredded that guitar, and we're, like, dude, like, this guy is, like the coolest dude ever. So fortunately now he's in, in my band. So I get to have those bragging rights.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And and again, you know, just how cool is it that, you know, in something that for most people probably would have been like a passing thing, right? Like, uh, it was just a summer thing, no big deal. And for you guys, it was like, nah, there's a connection here. We're, we're going to come back around to this.
1: Yeah. And it's a funny way that like life just brings you back to the people, that you know i feel like you really you really need to or at least sometimes it seems like that you know like yeah funny how life works oh. <laughs>
0: yeah no for sure and i think you know it's depending on your your belief system or whatever you know the universe works in mysterious ways right like the people that are supposed to be in your life are going to come back into your life
1: right And there's no doubt about that you know that just the world just works in mysterious ways somehow. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So um, let's talk a little bit about you guys as a band and your your journey. You've been around for about four years now, um, just kind of kind of grinding away, right? Like you've been very DIY. Um, talk a little bit about the the struggles. I don't think, I always use the term kids. I'm only 35 myself, but I always use the term kids. I don't think kids really think about like, all the effort that truly goes in to being a band and doing it yourself to get noticed.
1: Yeah, man. No, I to- I totally agree. Like with that statement. Um, cause you know, like I think in a lot of ways, like I've, I've even had people tell us they're like, Oh, like your band, like, it's crazy. You guys just like can't popped out of nowhere. And I'm like, bro, like that is not at all. the Like you like don't, haven't seen like everything that like, we had to do, you know, like, pretty much it all started, you know, like, we, we had this, like, EP, which is our first one, it's called You, it's, like, an EP LP thing, um, we had that, like, pretty much, long story short, we had that, like, recorded, and we knew that we wanted to, like, put it under a whole new, like, band name, and, like, and, you know, this was, like, by the time that we were ready to release it, it was right around the end of, like, our senior year of high school meeting Gabe, and, uh, and, like, dude, like, we were at this point where, like, everyone's, like, going to college and stuff, and, like, we just weren't like cut out for that and we knew that we had this dream and it kind of felt like, you know, now or never, like we could approach it. So, you know, we did that and we, and we yeah. put up CP, like pretty much just fresh out of high school, not knowing what to expect, tried to do some DIY tours. And like, you know, we did the whole thing, you know, playing to zero people and, you know, like just going like sleeping in the van in the dead of winter and stuff. And like, and we built it up from there. And, you know, like it's, I'm really, uh, I guess like fortunate and and proud to say that like everything we've done has been like organic. And I feel like we've had to haul ass and like hustle to get to where we are. So like when I hear people say like, dude, like, how'd you guys just like pop out of nowhere? It's like, no, like that can't happen, but that was not the case for <laughs> us. Like it was a lot of like years of just fucking like anxiety and still just like, it's hard work, you know? Cause you know, yeah. we're still not where we want to be, but we're definitely on the right path, you know? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I think, you know, the thing that a lot of
0: people forget about when it comes to DIY or don't think about is like booking tours and that sort of stuff. Like you don't have a road agent a lot of times to help you with that, or, you know, a record label to back you on it. It's I need to figure out
1: how to get my band in these other areas. Totally. Yeah. And like we had, you know, along the way, like friends who like, you know we're interested in that kind of stuff and like luckily like we had a friend that you know he was like invested in our band and wanted to like get us out and like put us uh you know like on a tour whether it was you know no matter what it was because that's all that we wanted to do and and he got us out west after we recorded our second ep blue and uh and so we went out and we did like maybe like 15 shows or something but like scattered all across america but the goal was to get to California. And, right. and you know The shows were Not great But then we got back And we played Our hometown show In Albany And uh, And that's what Ended up getting us You know Signed to Our label And like And you know it, It's no surprise Because like When You know People see that hard work and, and determination You know I'd say this for To anybody Like asking for advice But like It's it's gonna be seen You know If you, if you want it Like bad enough You know Right yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. And, you know, equal vision is not a, a record label that like, that, how do I want to word that? Like, they, they know what they're looking for, right? Like, they're not just grabbing up just anybody. So for them to, to look at you guys and say, look, this is something we want to be a part of, and kind of help partner and, and help you grow is, is a huge testament. You know, they're not, like I said, they're not a, they're not a young label that has to get a bunch of stuff signed, right. they can be kind of picky. And for you guys to be picked or, you know, chosen and picked is I think a, a pretty big testament to you guys.
1: Yeah. And it definitely, it definitely felt that way, you know? Um Because like one thing that we were saying about when we started is like, you know, we want to make sure that like people involved, you know, that's organic one and that it's two, like, just like, you know, like good people. And that's really what it was. Yeah, We had known, um, you know, one of one of the uh ARs there um before she was there and, and she just had always like booked us shows and been such a an amazing like mentor to us. And so when she came around, uh my friend Stephanie and she came around she was like, Yeah, like they're interested, they want to tell you, like let's do a meeting. We we're like, Yeah, let's do it. Like this feels very natural and like, to this day, it's like they believe in us so much, you know, and they see what we see. So uh yeah, shout out Equal Vision. <laughs> Yeah, for sure.
0: And I think that's something that they have not really missed the mark on in their history is, like, if they're taking a chance on a band, that band's got something. You know what I mean? Like,
1: they know what they're looking at. Yeah, you know, and that's uh, obviously something that's very important, you know, when it comes to if you're looking in, in a business aspect like that. It's like, all right, like we need to know what we're looking for. and uh, And I'm just glad that they saw that in us, you know? Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right so um let's let's jump back a little bit with the not taking a chance with college right so obviously there's a lot of success stories out there re- revolving around that what was that kind of like with you as family and friends when you were like look college isn't for us and we think we have a shot at this
1: yeah oh man crazy to like go go back to that place because like I mean, for me, I'm not even going to, like, beat around the bush. Like, my parents have both always, like, been really supportive and and believed in in me and my bands and, like, everybody involved in it. And, um, you know, they kind of just were, like, always, like, yeah, like, go for it. But if you're going to do it, like, go for it all the way. Like, you know, you can't just, like, say you want to do this and, like you know, bitch out, essentially, right. you know, which is true. Like, you can't, like, you know, and, and it definitely went in real perspective. It's like, all right, like this has to be like, like a job, you know, pretty much. And I know that like some of the other like guys in, in the band, like, had it like a bit different than me, like, you know, and, and it, it wasn't always like just like straight up like, yeah, like go do the band thing. I, like, that's fine. Like, and I still think it isn't, you know, cause it's like, that's not a traditional thing. like, and especially right. when we're like, yo, we don't want to go to college. Like, and I think me and Gabe both did a year of, of college. I did like community college and he did a year of college. Um, and like, you know, we were trying to like tour on the weekends and do stuff like that. But like, you know, like I'm pretty sure like Gabe was like not telling his like parents and stuff, you know? And like, and, and it was just like, it's funny like, things like that because, you know, we believed in ourselves so much, but it's like society's telling you to go like, this is the only thing that you can do. And this is what, like the only way that you're going to succeed in life. Yeah. Like, I'm like, fuck them. Because like, I mean, I'm living the life that I want to live and Like I'm, you know, think I'm better <laughs> than a lot of my friends that ended up going off to universities and stuff. And, you know, not to put any of that down because that's great, you know, and, and higher education is right. well worth it, but, uh, I'm very just happy with, you know, the path that I chose and sticking with my gut, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. And, you know, like I was telling you, I, I've been in music journalism for like 15, 16 years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to college, but not for anything journalism related. Wow. Am I ever going to get picked up, you know, and put in like billboard magazine? Probably not. Cause I don't have the degree that says I went for that, but I've got 16 years of real world experience. So really? I don't feel like I need to go that route, you know? Um, and uh, like you said, that's not knocking college at all. Like really? I think college is, hugely important for a lot of people but it's not for everybody there's there's other paths that can be taken
1: right because look at like what you're doing like i don't think that you know if you i mean if you went to college for journalism like probably would have you know helped but i mean like just the experience you've had like you just said like you've had years and years of experience and you clearly like know what you're doing like for me i feel like Uh, the uh, parallel for me would be like going to school for like music industry or something, you know, no doubt that would, that would have been like helpful, but uh, just the the amount of things that we learned from doing this DIY, being on the road, meeting people, all that sorts of stuff. I just feel like I could, like, it's all the things I could have learned in college, but I got hands on experience. Yeah. And I think, you know, to me, The right people aren't
0: going to care about the piece of paper on the wall. They're going to care about, can you do the job?
1: Whether it's real world experience or book knowledge. Yeah. It's unfortunate though that, you know, like the first thing that people like before they get to know you that they want to see is that, you know, right? So like, that's, that's like what you were just saying, you know, it's the case, you know, but. Now right. if you're trying to be a rock star, no degree for that. <laughs> right. <laughs> right.
0: So uh let's dive into the, the new record, man. Um your your debut full length album, um self titled called Young Culture, just dropped uh almost a month ago, about three weeks ago now. Um October like 16th, right? Yep, well, yeah, on the head. Yeah. So uh, let's dive into that a little bit. Talk a little bit about the writing process and based on when you were writing, did COVID play a a factor in that and change kind of how you were doing stuff?
1: Uh, Yeah, but in a different way than I think that you would think because um, this album, we went and we recorded it over a year ago now. Um, We recorded it in, where was it, like end of September, like through like October Um, and you know, like we were pretty settled in like putting it out in January and then it was like, Oh no, we got, we should push back to June and then COVID happened. And then it's like August and then October, you know what I mean? And And it was hard. It was a hard decision because like, it's like, all right, like, do we just keep sitting on this thing, you know, like for like a long time or like, and like, does it like start to lose its magic to us? Yeah, absolutely. But we could also, you know, put it out, uh, and the hard thing is, you know, you don't get that traditional, um, you know, rollout plan. Because you know, right. what, what do bands do? Put out an album to tour on it, to put out an album to, tour, you know, and it's that cycle. And you're we're missing fifty percent of it. And so don't get me wrong, like that's been like tough. There's been like a lot of things that were really tough about putting this out, um, not being able to play shows, and you know, like charting on Billboard uh, has been harder because they, you know just change like, changed, like, like all these rules and stuff, you know, and uh, that's, like, a whole different thing, but, I mean, it's been, you know, it definitely made it, like, more difficult, but, I mean, it's something we won't forget, you know, and uh, yeah. it's still our first album, you know? Right, right, yeah, and I think, you know, like you said, you, you can keep sitting
0: on it, but, A, we don't know when full live shows are going to come back anyway, so yeah. is it worth sitting on, but, B, like, Does it, does it pull you out of relevance? You know what I mean? Like if I sit on this album and we're not putting out anything new for a year and a half, two years or whatever it ends up being,
1: Mm -hmm. like are people even going to remember who we are? Like we've not been there. Exactly. And like, you know, like if we were a band that has like, this wasn't like the beginning of our band, right. been a different story. Like, you know, like I see like some like pretty graduated bands that like right now, they don't have to do anything because they have already like had their moments and like, they're not trying to make a name for ourselves right now. This is like this whole thing happening. Couldn't have happened like at a worse time. Really? I, I think that's for a lot of people. So I won't right. like, feel too bad for myself, but uh, you know, and it's like, we can't just slow it down. We can't stop. We just have to reinvent and like, and figure out new things, you know, no, no use in like yeah. about it because this is the world and this is what, what's going on. There's a lot worse things. So Yeah. Like you said, it's like you either have that that option to just stop or you can just, you know, make do with what you have. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, the thing, obviously COVID sucks, right? But the thing in the music industry, A, it sucks because let's be honest, the music industry is going to be the last thing to come back and have 100% capacity again. But B, like kind of on that flip side of the coin it almost leveled the playing field for virtually everybody because now nobody can tour nobody can put on shows like this is where you're really going to showcase who you are as a band and trying to build that organic base like you were talking about
1: yeah yeah and i I hate to admit it but you know like it in some ways like it it's going to be like a survival of the fittest you know like i think there's gonna you're gonna see a lot of like bands just be like there's no way to do it. And that's rightfully so. I like totally think like, you know, I can understand why, but I, you know, there are going to be bands that persist through it and, and artists and, you know, that will just come out on top because it's things like this, you know, that people say like make you stronger, you know what I mean? It's and tribulation. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's a perfect segue
0: into part of the album, right? So a lot of the album's uh, content is about, some of the trials and tribulations that you guys have been through growing up mental health struggles, you know, and, and just life kind of kicking you. Right. Um, let's talk a little bit about what went into your songwriting with that.
1: Yeah. So like to put it in like simple words, this, um, you know, it's a self-titled album and our band is called Young Culture. The album is called Young Culture and, and this is our first full length album. And, uh, to me, I just knew like from the start, like, that it was gonna be a bookmark in uh in an end of a chapter for our life because like what have we been doing? You know, I'm twenty two now and and this band is Young Culture and that's what my whole life has been. It's been, you know, growing up and all these things and uh and it's just an ode to like youth and like I'm kinda of, like going into young adulthood and it's like, all right, like time to like leave some of these things behind and um and that's really what this album was, you know, like starts off with this a song called blood thin which is just really like a poem about young culture <laughs> and um and i thought there was no better way to start it's just you know it's everything i wanted it to be like, uh, a door opening and then the last song um is like a door closing so it, it's uh yeah just a representation of that chapter of life and yeah it's young culture that's really what it is the end of it <laughs> yeah no and
0: i i think you guys nailed it obviously i'm i'm a little bit older i'm 35 um so thinking back to you know what young culture was when i was growing up it's obviously a different time but i think the themes and whatnot that are on this album are kind of timeless right like you talk a little bit about young love and you know, the friendship battles and stuff like that. And it's like, everybody experiences that no matter what age they are. Um, and then like you said, it's, it's kind of here, let's tell this story, but let's grow from it and close
1: the door on that and move on. That's, that's really what I wanted to be. And that's how I felt about it, you know? And, uh, and yeah, you know, like it's, it's the album of discovery and like, it's almost like, okay, we put out like three EPs before this and like, that's all finding our footing and th- this is us like perfecting it, you know, like this is what we wanted to make. This is the album that we wanted to do when we started the band and now we did it. And now it's like, okay, that's done. Y'all have that. So whatever comes next, I couldn't tell you what it's going to be, but like, you know, that thing, we did that already, you know? And I feel very happy about that. Right. And that I just feel so proud about. So. Yeah.
0: Uh, I think one of the, the kind of, interesting things with the album and i think it's a great great thing that you guys did especially for a debut album is it kind of showcases the different song styles that you guys can do there's a lot of variety between the different songs um i think obviously it was probably intentional but talk a little bit about what went into like the the decision to say look you know we can play the soft stuff and whatnot but we can we can amp it up when we want to or need to
1: yeah, and and the album is definitely eclectic on purpose. Um I think what that mainly just drives from is just the three of us, you know, me Gabe, and Troy, like all of our influences and how similar they are, but how we each have our own like little niches and stuff, you know? Like, um we knew that we wanted to be like a pop band, you know, like when we started it. And I think our like genre kind of bent more in the pop punk realm because we love that kind of stuff. Like there's no doubt, like that's what we grew right. up on. But like, you know, like uh, I'd say like to put it like the best way, it's like, you know, my like songwriting style is very singer songwriter. I write a song with an acoustic guitar and then it becomes what it does. And Gabe is really good at like making like beats, you know, and like on Ableton and like, so he's really good at making like hip hoppy pop kind of stuff. And like Troy is like, you know, he's a country boy. He's from Louisville, Kentucky. And like he just writes as beaters, you know, <laughs> Like he just writes you know, crazy good, like rock scripts and stuff. So <laughs> it does just come from like, all right, we're three guys that we don't want to put ourselves in a box and we want to do like all the things that we want to do, like, and we never want to have to sacrifice that. So yeah, we definitely had that in mind. And it's not like we were like, let's try to make this whole entire album, like, like all like different and like do a bunch of different things. It's just like, no, this is like, just what feels right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: And I I think, you know, something I've personally been trying to do is trying to get rid of some of the the genre boxes, if you will. Like it doesn't matter anymore. You know, like there's so many people like you guys, you you take your influences from so many different types of music and everything that Mm -hmm it doesn't matter. Like, Oh, I'm a pop band, mm-hmm. but you're not, you know what I mean? That box doesn't fit anything anymore. MGK yep. is a rapper, but he just put out a pop punk album.
1: Come right. on. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I mean, oh, right, we're getting to this point where it's like, what even Like, is a genre? Like you try, like, you don't have to, like, everyone's so obsessed with like categorizing and like, and whatever. Um, i don't even know like it's like it doesn't matter it's sonics you know like yeah but and that that's kind of what
0: started it for me was um basically like when i started you make the scene i had a buddy that was like oh you know being a scene kid and and you're just going to talk about emo music and i'm like you you know emo is just emotional music right like every song is emotional. Like that genre doesn't truly exist if you really want to break it down.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. Sorry, this is my girlfriend's last day. (laughs) 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 Um, but yeah, no, I totally, like, I I totally agree with you. Yeah. It's just like, and I think that's like something that it's a natural progression of, uh, of music, you know, as, as time goes on, inevitably, like the question is like, can there be more music to be made? And that's what, uh, that's what, that's what we're doing, you know, is just keep on making it and changing it up. <laughs> yeah. And like you said, it, it's all about the sonics, right? Like
0: sonically, as long as it hits people's ears and either causes an emotion or gets them feeling some type of way, like that's what it's really all about. It doesn't matter. You could call you got you could call yourself a punk band. Right. But if it if it's hitting the right people, it doesn't matter what
1: your genre is that's what i'm saying yeah lately i'm just yeah. like well like oh what do you play i'm just like alternative because that is like the most broad thing that you could say you right. know like <laughs> it's not the norm it's alternative you know like, so i don't know that's just yeah it's the one that's I, easiest to say.
0: <laughs> yeah and I, I think you know the genre thing um i've talked about it a few times with with different artists that like to me the genre thing only matters for radio and radio's kind of gone by the wayside now. Like, there's still obviously big markets for radio, but with SiriusXM, all the different streaming services, Spotify, Amazon, all that, like, yeah, they're still going to put what genre you're in, quote-unquote, but it doesn't matter. That's not what gets you played anymore. Exactly. People liking your music is what gets you
1: played. Yeah, and that's a a good way to put it, because, yeah, I feel like the categorization um, largely comes from – radio and things like that, like playlisting nowadays yeah. would be like the new version of that. So yeah, I, I, I agree with that because, you know, it's gonna, it's gonna be there. People are always going to categorize, you know, and we'll always fall into that rock category, I think. <laughs> but it's right. Go. But, and I, I think the, the, like you said, the quote unquote rock category is
0: you guys have real guitars. So that makes you yeah. rock music.
1: <laughs> it's rock, you know, but, hey, whatever. I'm cool that. People can call us whatever. Like, you know, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's deep dive a little bit
0: on some of the songs uh, you guys have. Is it four singles out off the album? Yeah, we put out four singles ahead of time. Yep. Yeah. So um, the most recent one, if I remember this all correctly, uh, was was that the Haley Beverly
1: 2016? Yep. That was, that was the last one that we put out before the album came out. Okay, that's what I had in my notes, but I wanted to make sure. Uh, (laughs) Talk about,
0: again, this is something I don't think a lot of fans or kids in bands think about. Like, what goes into, for you guys, planning that out? Like, you know that the album's coming out. Like, how do you pick, okay, we want these as our singles. This is what's going to showcase us coming in to this album?
1: Yeah, uh, no, I mean, like, Dude, we totally, like, because it was 10 songs, right, and we, and the three of us, like, totally, like, couldn't agree on, like, on it at all. <laughs> like, was it like, a cardboard? <laughs> yeah, man, and, like, and I want to say, I'm going to go ahead and say that I think I got my way, <laughs> like, all, all the way for those four songs. Um, but, uh, you know, like, I, I think we all agreed that the first single was going to be a song called Holiday in Vegas, because it's just, like, that one was kind of like a no-brainer. Um, and then the second one, I think I was like the only one who wanted it to be a single, but I like had this idea for a music video where it was going to be like a parody, but like kind of serious. It was a music video of us like like dancing and, um, and it just had a strong message behind it, a message of community and like being there for one another. So I wanted it to be that. And on the other side, it was the most different song that we had ever written because it's just like straight pop, like straight like, Bubblegum pop, bedroom pop type shit. So, like, it was like, I was like, all right, let's take a chance with this one. And it totally was. It was definitely the biggest chance we ever took. But I was the only one who wanted to do that. And, like, and um, everyone else was like, yo, this wasn't a great idea. Um, <laughs> but at the end of the day, like, you know, we did it. And then we put out Better Office Friends, which is like, which was like the one we were like, we could also all agree on. And Haley Beverly, like, I just really love that song. And, like, that was just. I like, I wanted like two of the singles to be like the really pop ones. And, and that was something, you know, I was like, I was dead set on and I'm just, I'm happy about it, you know, and I, I love those songs. So it, it was yeah. definitely like a pick, but we did it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so with, with the anxiety, I guess is the way I'm going to word this. Cause I, I think that's probably the, the closest term that we can use. Um, with coronavirus and covid talk a little bit about the anxiety that goes into dropping the record knowing you know we kind of touched on it but knowing you can't tour on it it's just putting it out there in the world and what happens is what
1: happens right you it was such a weird feeling man you know um we were we were in albany um for it like like our whole band and then our photographer danny who's pretty much like an honorary member in our band and uh you know we like The only thing that we could do is like right when the album came out, we did like a Zoom live stream where anybody could join, come in, and and we just listened through the album. And it was like, okay, like I'm not gonna like wake up tomorrow and like get ready to go on tour and play all these songs for people. Like that's not what's gonna happen. Like it can very much so just like be like we put out this album and then like that's it. Like and then like a week goes by and then it's like that you know same magic isn't isn't right there anymore. That's totally how it was. I mean because it's inevitable, you know, and it's like when you're not right in front of people and it's not you don't have that like human interaction, no, people aren't going to be thinking about like you 24/7, you know what I mean? And um that that part was tough to like handle and and like you said, it totally brought a lot of anxiety and it totally still does because it's like, oh, like we just put out the most important thing to us, but um you know, like how long are people gonna remember this? And when Torin comes back or you know, what what is it gonna be like or when that will come back? And you know, all those questions obviously, but what you gotta like really remember is just that there are people that care and that, you know, um, doing it for a reason and, and it was definitely the right thing to do. So at the end of the day it's like do the pros outweigh the cons? Absolutely. You know, and I think in any situation you're very lucky if you get away with everything just being perfect. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm happy. I'm just happy that it's out in the world. It's my favorite thing ever. (laughs) Right. Right. So um, talk a little bit about that, the kind of a zoom
0: listening party. Um, Obviously a lot of bands have done different like types of live streams and, you know, little live stream concerts or whatever. What was that experience like for you guys kind of doing a zoom listening party with, with fans and and friends
1: it was really cool it was really cool getting the you know it was probably like 50 people on air or whatever but i mean like um just getting to see like people's reactions and because i know there are like people who are like you know, like diehard fans and then there are people who like you know just there to like jam out and so it's funny like it was just crazy watching people's like reactions and they're all watching us because we were all like you know drunk and like like <laughs> borderline, like you know, during it and like just hugging each other and whatnot so it, you know it's like an emotional thing but like it it's weird that like that's the only way that we were able to share that like experience and that's the only real thing that we've been able to do like the only real way we've been able to share that experience uh from the album so far so you know just like when the shows do come back it's going to be such a special thing getting to play those songs and like whatnot you know
0: yeah yeah and obviously you haven't got to play these songs but talk a little bit about like because you've experienced live shows obviously talk about the difference mm-hmm. between like the energy that you get from a true live show and sitting on the other side of the computer
1: mm-hmm.
0: with either a zoom meeting or you know like an instagram live like how diverse is
1: that obviously yeah so different i mean like <laughs> especially doing like live stream stuff Cause it's almost like, you're like playing yourself and you're talking to yourself and there's a chat box but it's like, yo, how we doing crickets, you know? And it's like, right? <laughs> you no. Know? And it's like, I don't like, like technology like that. Like, you know, and it's like, just weird, you know? And like, uh, but it is what it is, you know, you gotta take what you can get. Beggars can't be choosers, you know? So it's like, it's definitely different. Do I want shows back as much as the next person? Absolutely. But I mean, if that's what I am given right now and that's why I take. Sure you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, that's the important thing. We've kind of touched on that a couple times now that like kind of the, what's the word I want to use here? The gratefulness, I guess, you know, like you understand like that this is all I can do. So I'm going to be grateful for what I can do and I'm going to do it with a smile.
1: Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, and that's kind of how it felt like doing like our first, like like whatever like live stream thing of, of like COVID I was like I'm so deprived of this like it's like this is what I can do then I'm gonna do it <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so
0: when live music comes back uh, whatever that is what song off this album specifically are you just like amped to see people's reactions and
1: and perform live oh man <clears throat> probably Haley Beverly 2016 like Cause I do like a rap verse in it, like, uh, and like, I'm just excited for like to see people like rap along, like rap yeah. along with that, you know, whatever you want to call it. But that's going to be like so fun. So I'm excited to do that. And it's just going to be different. Cause it's like, a lot of these songs are like, you know, like we said, they're like pop songs and it's going to be like interesting to see how we're going to hash them out, you know, and how they're going to come to life. You know? Yeah. Yeah. What kind of, obviously we, we probably
0: had some time to think about this, but uh, what kind of energy do you think you want to put out on, on this tour? You know, when you're touring this album, is it, I want it to be a rock show, quote unquote, you know, genre again, or are you like, no, this is going to be a pop party?
1: Hey, sorry, hey, Mac. You're, yep, you're fine. No worries. Oh, uh, what kind of energy? Uh, yeah. Uh, what kind of energy is, like, does like, the live show have? But, so
0: like, what kind of energy do you want to put out? So knowing what your music is for this album specifically, are you wanting it to be like just a crazy pop party, or is it going to be more like, we want a rock show?
1: Yeah, I mean, like, you know, um, I think, like, the one thing that we've always strive to do is, like, build community at, at, like, our live shows, and that's, like, the type of energy and, like, like, so community and, like, love and positivity and, like, a good time, you know, like, we want it to be a party, we want everybody to be comfortable, we want everybody to feel safe and, and, uh, you know, and just have the time of their lives and, like, go home, like, at night just feeling like you just had your best day ever, you know, and that's all that we can really hope for, you know, and, uh. And I think like a lot of times we get that, you know, like afterwards when we get to talk to the people and stuff, like that's a huge part that we're just missing is just connecting with the people. Cause we're all humans, you know, and, and it's a community. So right. that's the type of energy we want to add them. Yeah. Um,
0: one other thing I wanted to touch on was you guys got to do the uh, audio tree live uh, sessions. How cool yeah. is that? And like, that's, become over the last few years like that's become a staple of of the music scene
1: yeah dude oh my god and like when they asked us to do it we were like you sure you got the right band like you sure <laughs> people and so because we were like damn like this is so cool like you know we're, we're gonna do an audio tree but uh you know it was like um the morning uh, like we played minneapolis the night before and then we drove through the night um and, and a fucking blizzard in a snowstorm and we almost like died and like we got like to this hotel we were staying at and like the guy was like oh my computers aren't working so you guys can't sleep here so it was like the night before was like crazy because we went from minneapolis stayed in this crappy hotel woke up at 4 a.m drove the rest of the way to chicago got there at like 8 a.m played a fucking gig at audio tree with, like and like, I wasn't even like awake yet. And it's like, and then we go and play like a show in Chicago that night. And it's like, right. I'm like, wha- like, I'm like, this is the life I signed up for. Like, I'm like, like, this is awesome. <laughs> this is also like hellish. But like, right. getting to do Audio Tree was crazy and extremely intimidating. And I had such bad butterflies. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: for people that don't know about Audio Tree, talk a little bit about the experience. So like the quick background on it is, Audio Tree does this super cool series, or or whatever you want to call it, experience of bringing in bands, letting them perform live in just this super cool venue, quote unquote venue.
1: Um, And what what was it like being on that side of it? Um, It was really cool. I mean, like first off, the staff there and the people who run Audio Tree are just amazing, and they were so nice and like helpful in the facility was gorgeous and yeah so we get there and they helped us all load in our gear like we were about to go play a show and put it all in this live room and we ripped it and then left and and it was like magical because like it's one of those things you know like just me being a kid and a fan of things of this kind of stuff for so long you know getting to do it and like you said be on the other side it was like felt amazing and it was really like just such an incredible and humbling thing to do you know yeah absolutely
0: Um, so one of the last things I want to touch on is depending on how much you can uh, discuss any of of the plans but what are kind of the plans you know we're in the last stretch of 2020 what are the kind of the plans for the remainder of the year
1: is there plans for some live streams or anything like that yeah we don't have anything too major we got some some live stream-esque things that we're still um, yet to put out but um, you know like This is, this was our big thing was putting out this album and, um, you know, like we put out a lot of music this year. We did the audio tree, like aside from all the singles that we put out, um, and putting out our first full length, we did the audio tree this year. Um, and we put out like a single, um, a collaboration with a band called super American, uh, for black lives matter. And and it's one of like my favorite songs that we ever did. And we, we're part of like our labels compilation. So like people have definitely gotten a lot from us this year, you know, and during this downtime, but, uh, you know, at this point it's like, we're just, you know, we're figuring it out. Like, we're like, okay, like the big things that we are going to do, like are done. And, uh, now it's like figuring it out, you know, what, what, what else can we do in writing, writing more and just recording demos that kind of stuff, you know, it's like right now, why not now than ever, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah. Not awesome. Of- um, so to to kind of wrap up,
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. to kind of wrap up, uh, we're going to, we're going to do two kind of just fun oddball questions. Uh, number one is you've already gotten to collab with some pretty cool people, but who's one of the bucket list people that you're like, if we ever get the chance, I don't care what the project is. This guy's happening
1: or this girl's happening. Ooh taylor swift <laughs> or like uh, scott <laughs> yeah yeah solid choices i want choices. it to be really fun and like something special and if, if you're telling me i can have anybody why not make it like the biggest stars ever because it definitely would yeah rock yeah awesome all <laughs> right so let's say uh for the for the last
0: one <laughs> for the last one let's do um I've done this question a few times. It's always kind of an interesting, uh, you know, answer that we get. So, whatever your favorite TV show is, what actor would you like to replace and play that character of? So
2: favorite
1: TV show. Oh man, you know that's a hard question because usually the people don't really go through very good things, you know, right? Oh man, that's tough cuz I like really don't watch that much TV. I know I like I'm like the most boring person. Like I just love like playing music and things I love. So for TV shows like it's like what what character would I want to what I want to replace? Um god, like what like mm. <laughs> So
0: uh, I'll help you out a little bit. For me, uh how I Met Your Mother is one of my favorite shows of all time. But Moseby. Ted Mosby is exactly who I would be.
1: <laughs> yeah, but even he goes through stupid things, like yeah, so dumbass. You know, like um, like maybe like like I really resonate with like Winston from this show New Girl. Uh and he's like not even like one of the main. main I people. love New Girl. Yeah, but like I just sometimes I feel like him and like just like. I don't know, so maybe maybe him, but uh, I don't know. Maybe Millie Bobby Brown uh, in Stranger Things because she got the superpowers, but her life sucks. So it's like right. maybe not. <laughs> yeah, the,
0: it, it, it's funny you brought up New Girl. I'm actually rewatching the series, and I just got to when uh, Winston just passed the the police test. He's he's on the force now, and it's like, bro, your life
1: your life is fucked up <laughs> yeah that's why like i said that and then i was like yeah maybe not <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. awesome yeah. man i appreciate your time so what i'm going to give you here for the last however long it takes you uh we'll obviously link all the stuff but hit up all your socials tell fans what what you want them to know that sort of stuff
1: yeah for sure um thanks for listening thanks for checking out Um, you can find all of our socials, uh, everywhere, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, wherever have you, uh, it'll be young culture NY. So yeah, check it out. Thanks so much for listening. really appreciate it. Awesome, man. I appreciate it. Um, I'll hit up the girls when, when this
0: all goes live and we'll, we'll make sure we blast your stuff as much as possible, but I'm digging the sound. I can't wait for, for live music to come back. So I definitely want to get out to a show.
1: I appreciate it. And, And thanks so much for, uh, you know, just taking time out of your day to, to talk to me and whatnot, you know, like that never goes unappreciated either. So thanks. Yeah, not a problem, man. I
0: appreciate it. Have a good night and uh, stay safe. You know, COVID still sucks. <laughs> I'll have to show. Yeah, you. you stay safe, too, man. I'll catch you later. Later. And that was my conversation with Alex from Young Culture. Really think you guys need to check them out. Uh, almost guarantee there's at least one song on this debut LP self-titled at that. So look for young culture, wherever you stream your music and all that, but I'm almost going to guarantee there's at least one song minimum on this album that you guys are going to enjoy. Um, And, you know, hopefully put on playlists and things like that, because that's a huge help for them, especially in times like this. You know, COVID has stopped everybody from touring. Um, Hopefully at some point these restrictions are going to start lightening up so that more stuff can happen, even if it's not full tours and things like that, you know, just better opportunities for live music. Um, We all miss it very, very much. And so we obviously want that back and anything we can do to support the music industry at this time and these artists is going to be huge. So go follow Young Culture on any of their social media. It's in our description of the podcast Uh, as well. Check them out. Like I said, make sure that you're listening through the album at least one time and give them that one stream. And add any songs that you enjoy to your playlists. That stuff is also going to help when tours are allowed to get back. They'll have those analytics to know that, you know, maybe Chicago's a a high uh, opportunity for them. And maybe Kansas City's not. So they'll be able to schedule tours a little better and things like that. No offense, Kansas City. I don't even know why I picked you, but that's who I went with. Uh, But let's you know do our part to support the industry also anything you can do i'm sure you guys see the stuff go check out your favorite local music venues on their social medias and see if there's anything you can do to help support them live music is still realistically a ways away um and so within that we need to do what we can to support these places so that when it's back we have somewhere to go and and see shows huge huge thank you to Alex for taking the time on that interview um again i i really appreciate that and you know i'm really excited to to see what else they have he said they're you know always writing and stuff like that and i know this album just came out but you know to see some teasers and stuff like that will be really cool to see what direction they're going to continue in or change into so That's everything as far as the conversation is concerned. Um, I do have a couple new merch designs up on the website. So go to youmakethescene.com slash shop. You'll be able to find our new merch there. Uh, A couple new hoodies. I'm in the Midwest. It's getting cold. So why not do some hoodies and, you know, give you something to slouch and Lounge around the house and whatnot, just be able to chill in and, and stay warm. And now that's everything for this episode. So, with that, I am going to take you guys out with a song from Young Culture's debut self titled album called Young Culture. And that song is going to be Haley Beverly 2016. As always, guys, remember, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and you make the scene.
2: Hey I thought about you today. Remember we talked, sitting in the driveway, spent hours in your car till the early morning. What happened in those days when they go away? I watched you turn and drive away. Used to be that I do and- But feel like yesterday Something that was missing Now you got me wishing You stayed so It's your move Tell me all the things you wanted to So rude For you to make me wait around for you But it's true I do what you want to You should come through Just saying Hold up, wait a minute, where the hell did you go? Tryna keep a secret, yeah, I've been to p And who are you fucking now that you're out on your own? I'm missing that, I'm missing that. I watched you turn and drag.